You know what it is. That's right. It's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach. Now, tighten those purse strings and open those ears. It's the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Today, I have Tracy Lamori on the line. Now, Tracy is a high-profile, international, award-winning publicist. She is also the founder and managing director of Lamori, Lamori Media, Inc., and she is the author of the upcoming book, Get Repped, Build Your Brand with Effective Public and Media Relations. She's been featured in Rolling Stone magazines, The Hollywood Times, NBC TV, and other major media outlets. So thank you so much, Tracy, for coming on the show today. Thank you so much. And my clients have been featured in all kinds of media, too, because that's what I do. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I know if I went on and on and on with the list, we would be here forever. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty crazy bio. But but the point, you know, case in point is like when you work with me or when you work with a publicist or when you do the publicist work, you get all those accolades that you can throw in your bio from the awards to the media to that and all those things get you other media spots. They make you the most valuable player at the office. They get you clients, all that fun stuff. So it's a journey. It's fun. And everyone should do it. And that's what I'm here to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so you jumped right in because that was actually going to be my first question. So what is a publicist and what do they do? You kind of give us a brief overview, but, um, you know, just break it down for my audience. What does a publicist actually do? For sure. People, you know, when you hear the word publicist in media, it's usually associated with a sports star or a celebrity or, you know, Samantha from Sex in the City when they want to glam up a character on TV. It's hilarious. What we actually do is, you know, mostly desk work and then some VIP parties and exciting travel. But uh, it's basically about, um, you know, you hear the terms like thought leadership now and, you know, third party validation and all that. So what we do is with the mainstream media, the original, not the social media, but with, you know, television, radio, newspapers, podcasts podcast and now you know other other digital media um like you know our, like Huffington Post for example which is a magazine or newspaper but it's only online so it's getting yourself quoted um what I help my clients do is get them quoted in mainstream media and in you know niche media and in industry media so that they built their thought leadership and they built that gravitas and authority behind their name and their business. So it helps them attract customers. It helps them attract investors. I had one of my clients and I'm not a, you know, finance girl. I hadn't been up to that point. So I wasn't thinking so much about that as about customer retention and that kind of thing. But one of my clients after six weeks, literally of working together and, you know, three or four media spots we got, she told me, You've changed my business and my life. No word of a lie. And when I asked her, like, that's quite the accolade. What do you mean? She said, because you made investors take us more seriously. And she had just gone through her pre-seed funding. She was going to her seed funding. I thought, oh, of course, if you think about it, if I'm going to go do business with somebody, I go and search them on the Google. You know, if I'm going to drop a million dollars investment on a company, certainly I'm going to want to know more than just their investment deck, which, you know, we can all make a pretty deck if we pay someone to, and their social media they're saying about themselves. So compare, think about it. If you're you know, comparing between two companies that you might want to invest in or do business with or whatever, and you go to Google and search one and all you find is stuff that they've created themselves while the other one is quote, quoted in, you know, fortune and entrepreneur and whatever is being called the disruptor is on the stages. Who are you going to 
automatically. And those are things you can't buy, you know? So that's what I do is basically elevate and celebrate point a finger and, and get the attention of the world on the amazing things that people are doing across industry. So I literally have clients and everything from real estate to authors, to small businesses, to startups, to crypto, to literally, you know, interior design is my newest client, literally almost anything you can think of. If you think of yourself as an expert in that, which you are, otherwise you wouldn't be hanging out your shingle or asking people to give you money for it and realize there are a ton of media opportunities you're not seeing. I mean, a ton. I always think of that. You know that old I Love Lucy show? I always talk about this where there's like that assembly line. And they're all like going to grab whatever. It's like those are the media opportunities and you're sitting there, if you even know about them, trying to grab them, they're there. Both people are just looking over and they're completely, <laughs> as all these free opportunities are going by them and they're just, you know, spending tons of money on advertising or doing whatever. So, you know, from a financial perspective, you know, what I do really 10Xs your business in other people's minds from your aunt Edna to the person that might donate, or sorry, you know, um, fund you to the person who might choose you as a, you know, over your competitor. And um, that just elevates what you're doing. It brings the money in. And I'm, a, you know, case in point, I started doing this a decade ago. I learned 20 years ago to write a press release through other work, like activist work, which is a whole other story. You can Google me for that. But, um, but you know, when I 10 years ago started to do my brand, I was 42 years old and I, you know, started as a freelancer. From there, I went into, it got so big so fast. I had to do general partnership and I didn't know anything about business with the back end. So my business consultant, who I, as a friend of mine that was one of my, my client was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you need to incorporate. You have clients in Dubai, in England, in LA, from this little place, you know, from here in Canada. And I wasn't incorporated. So she, you know, put my back end into place. But between, you know, get, once I had the business processes and I started doing what I know best, which is not just putting my clients out there, but taking a few hours here and there to speak about my own expertise, the way I do for my clients, right? It has honestly, the difference in that's over COVID. This two years has been over COVID and the difference that it has done for my credibility, my business, my, like now I get on a call with complete confidence. Like, okay, I'm, I feel like I'm interviewing them as much as they're interviewing me. I might or might not decide to take that one. You know, it, the difference in like having that feeling of like having to get clients and that feeling of like n being able to choose what you want to work on. To me, that is like the absolute true definition of success. Like that's the number one. And, you know, you wouldn't be a guest there without having reached that confident, you know, the money plateau, you know, where you're not desperate for that dollar like three years ago, you know. But once you reach that, that's the definition of success when you can be like, no, how do I want to spend my day? What do I want to spend my day on? So I have a luxury now of being able to say no to as many projects as I say yes to, which means I actually passionately care about the people and the projects that I'm working on. So it never feels like work, even though I'm working like 18 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Nice. Now, there, you mentioned like before we hit record, you mentioned that you just finished a talk on how people can increase their um, presence uh, without having to spend on ads. So I want to hop into that really quick, because a lot of people think think that they have to, I mean, there's, I guess it's a semi misconception. You have to spend money in order to make money. Um, but you don't have to spend your money in ads. I rare, I've never, I don't think ran ads. Um, and if I did, it was like $20 here, you know, $20 there. So what are some things that people can do if they're listening to this and they're like, you know what, I need some publicity. What are some beginner steps that they can yeah, take? For sure. Let me, I'll hit you with some, so I'll, I'll intro this, but while you're getting out your pen and paper ready to type, cause I'm going to give you some 
some real juice. But um, absolutely, that's like very, very important. And so, um, yeah, the talk was, I just went to Colorado to do it. It was called How to Build Your Global Brand Without Advertising. I have literally never spent a penny in advertising in a decade of this. Not a penny. Uh, sorry, like you said, I think I've done like $20 here, $10 here, boosting a particular Facebook post that I was mostly doing it for a client's visibility, you know. But like literally, I've never bought an ad. I've never bought a thing. When people message me, hey, we'll interview you, put you on the cover of this. If you pay, I'm always like, yeah, but I don't pay for that. And, you know, and sometimes they come back and say, we'll do it anyway. I'm like, all right, if you, if you want to do it, then we pay. But there, yeah, I've never paid for an ad. I mean, I'm not saying ads don't have their place. Like in some things, if you're in a, you know, like maybe, you know, you're selling a widget in that market, you need an ad. It's like, you know, but in, to me, if you could do either marketing or public relations, thousand percent to public relations, because it's going to do what an ad does in terms of, um, getting visibility and, like, you know, having people that you haven't, that haven't already seen it, see you. But then when they see it, cause everybody knows we're sophisticated audiences these days. It's not the 1950s, you know, I've seen on TV. Now people know you can buy an ad, you can buy the whatever, you can buy the whatever. They always did know, but you know, it, it, now anybody can, and we see so much of it. It's not impressive, but you know, when all of a sudden you're quoted in that thing that you can pay a publicist for to find the opportunities, to pitch you to the opportunities, to whatever, but you cannot pay to get into the Reader's Digest. Hey, it's Tiffany. Are you interested in starting a podcast? We can get up to two months of free podcasting service from Lipson with the code MONEYTALK. Get your show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify anywhere you want. Get critical stats to help you grow, find all the tools and support you need to sound your very best, and you can even do video. Really Really bring your podcast to life with Lipson. You can use code again, Money Talk, to get two months of free podcasting service. This is what I use to get my podcast to your listening ears. Enjoy. As, you know, as a quote, as the expert quote, you can't pay to be the person quoted in the Forbes article. You can't pay. You know what I mean? What, so that makes the difference. If you can, um, and, and really like, like a PR traditionally, when you call a PR house, it can be the same price as marketing. So it can be, you know, like 3000 a month, three months minimum if you were doing a giant campaign. But, you know, and this is where it gets a little advertorial. I'm just going to say this real quick and everything else will be advertorial because I don't want people often won't make that call or won't approach the publicist because they think that it's going to be, you know, out of their range. But specifically because I do so many workshops and maybe other publicists do this too. I'm not trying to just sell myself because like look at the market, right? But specifically with me, I know that because I do so many talks to small business, to solopreneurs, to entrepreneurs, to authors, to like individual people who don't have that kind of budget. I, I And I'm super passionate about how important it is and how much this elevates and changes the gate, the playing field for them, that I make sure that, you know, there are accessible, like actually are accessible price points for humans to get in on as opposed to the, you know, like individual people that could go. So if you have it, most people that have a business or are doing anything kind of thing, I have a price point that if not this month, you'll be able to do it next month. So, you know, think about it, but before you even, there's, you don't need a publicist. If you, if you can't afford that, if you have more time than money, if you have whatever, these are the, the tips that you can use, but just be super careful when you use them that you always have in your head editorial, not advertorial. So you're, you're providing information. You're a source to the media. You're not, listen, they're not in the business of giving you a free ad. They're not there to do that. So you have to be like, what valuable information do I have that I can present? So whether that, you, whether you're doing that in a press release or a media advisory, which the barrier is really high and you know, for what is news in that what your sources are, where, where you're going, but always make sure if you're doing a press release or media advisory that your subject line is super strong because 
think about how many emails you erase without even opening them. Imagine how much a, a reporter is getting when 80% of the stuff they know isn't going to be newsworthy. They're just making that determination before they even click on it if it's news. So make sure all your stuff you know, is in that subject line. But before you even think about that, because that can be a big chunk to figure out how to do and how to do right and how to contact them, a way to get your feet wet and to understand what kind of questions media has and is interested in for somebody in whatever career you have, and I mean whatever, whether you're the landscaper, whether you're a financial expert, whether you're the doctor, baker, candlestick maker, I don't care, you know, challenge me, whatever you do, there's media opportunities for you. And uh, even if you think it's boring, it's not. There are mainstream media and, and you know, industry media opportunities for you. Um, you're an expert that we, you know, you have an expertise we don't have, whatever you see in your day. If you're a pest control expert, it doesn't matter. We, you know, things we don't, you know, there are things that, yeah. Anyway, go to these, some of these services I pay hundreds of dollars a month for. Some are free, some are hashtags. There's a whole bunch of services and places where you can connect online with reporters who are go, already going to do a story. So it's like the opposite of a press release. Press release, you're putting out your idea. Here's a story idea. Come and interview me and I'm the star of the story if they come. With this, the reporters have already got a story. They know they're going to be writing about whatever. And now they're looking for the experts to quote. In the old days, who knows how they did that? Well, nowadays they have a million ways they can get the source in like an hour or two. So there's a free service called Harrow, which is one called Help a Reporter Out that a lot of people know as an entry level one. Um, it's got a lot of good stuff, but number one, act, think editorial, advertorial, and super quickly because some of the things in Harrow come out a day after we see them in some of the other services that we pay for. So, you know, a little bit behind in Harrow already, though I've gotten a ton of amazing results in Harrow. The key is quick, concise responses that are, you know, informative into what they're asking along with that nice little more about Tiffany, more about Tracy. Tracy's a compelling people who's happy to answer more questions, you know, so a little reason. And then as you do this and develop this more and more, you get more little links that you can add from previous media interviews that you can show them and it, you know, gets easier and easier. Um, but sometimes right out of the gate, you get like, you know, a major one, but yeah, so check out Harrow, help a reporter out. You literally go up, you sign up, you get, you know, one email a day or three emails a day to your topic or, I suggest looking at all the topics because you might be surprised with what, you know, the like what you could, some of them, for example, like you might be a, you know, financial person. So you might think, oh, I'm just going to go and do the financial topics. But if you were to get the, all of them, including the generalists, you're going to get the one about basic entrepreneurs or about lifestyle stuff that you may be like, well, you know, I can answer that. And then they would mention your business. So that Harrow is for sure. Like if you're not already on it, go right now because it's going to open up your mind and show you what's available. Another one similar to Harold that I find super effective, but it's not free is, uh, it's like 199 a month or something is quoted Q W O T E D. It gets things. I find it's really effective. It gets things quicker than Harold and reporters seem to be a little bit more responsive on it, probably because of the fact that there is that, um, entry point. They probably have less people on it because it's not free. Right. So there's a little bit more. Um, but then there's just a hashtag journal request, which you get a lot of UK stuff on that for some weird reason. It's like 80% UK, but a lot of times they're looking for people, you know, whoever I got a, U I got a US uh, beauty brand client in a daily mail article in the UK, which is like insane. Like the millions and millions, it was like killer. It was the best thing all year. <laughs> they don't even sell their brand yet in the UK. It doesn't matter. He was there talking about how building his brand and that, you know, so yeah, so those are a couple. Um, what else? General request. Oh, and there's an Australia one called Source Bottle, and that's mostly Australian. But again, you know, there's some U.S. stuff on it, and 
Um, yeah, so there's all these different things. Problem is, you know, you could get into, like I spent a good three hours of my day going through all of these. So you could get into spending a lot of time doing the, the nice thing for my clients, even some who already have already used some of these. But when I come in now, they only have to spend 10 minutes on that because I'm going through three hours, pulling out the three things for Tiffany, telling you, okay, here's the one you've got to answer, boom, boom, boom. And, even, and then they don't even have to answer them. I can call and transcribe it for them and then boom, they, they're in Reader's Digest or they're in whatever. They don't. So it's taken five minutes out of their day instead of like an hour and a half to find it and 20 minutes to write it. So that's where you get into you know, do I want to mow my own lawn or pay the guy who's really good at it? And, you know, <laughs> you know, but, but you can do, but at the same time, sometimes it's better to do it yourself. Like it's a balance, right? Where are you in your career? Where are you in your life? Where are you in building your business? Is it better? You know, if you have some time and you're putting time into other things, put some time into this, but I, I can't stress enough. Don't just start emailing. We can all find the newspapers report, you know, don't just start emailing them unless you're really sure that you have that editorial versus advertorial that you know the audience and this is something doesn't mean they're going to put it on, but that it is potentially something they would put on because otherwise you can burn that bridge as easily in your local media. There's only a couple of them. You don't want to burn that bridge. So they never open your future emails because you sent them something about a, a carpet cleaning sale that you were having or something. You know what I mean? You'd be surprised the kind of things people don't understand is not media. Like it's not editorial. Right. So. And they're happy to send you to the ad department because they're, you know, businesses too, right? So, right, <laughs> they're like, well, yeah, you can pay right. us if you want to. Right. Well, thank you so much, Tracy. You dropped so many gems. I mean, it was Sorry, so. We could talk for hours about this. Like, but those are the key ones if you want to get your head around starting to do some of it yourself. Yes, yes. I have definitely used Harrow in the past, but these other ones, I had no idea. So I'll be definitely, look, I was writing down y'all. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I will definitely. I'll do it for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so definitely. Thank you so much, Tracy. This was awesome. And at least it'll give people a way to get started um, with their publicity. Um, if they're not at the point of hiring a publicist like yeah, yourself. And thinking about it, like, again, a big key part is, you know, thinking about yourself as an expert because a lot of people will be like oh well, why would they want to interview me again why did you put your shingle out why are you taking people's money because you know what you're doing so now share that same confidence that you have to take people's money to share that you know knowledge that you have and you'll be amazed at the results Absolutely. Absolutely. So if Tracy, if people are at the stage of wanting to hire a publicist, um, how could they find out more about you or where can they find you online? Yeah, that'd be great. And I do work absolutely globally, internationally. So when you work with me, you have access to, you know, literally international media and all the contacts that I made through all my other projects, which includes everything from celebrities and A-listers. I'm accredited to the Cannes Film Festival to the business stuff that I do. So it's a kind of come into a really neat world. And uh, yeah, so you can find me at lamorimedia.com or you can find me on um, Instagram at Tracy Lamori PR Media. LinkedIn is an amazing place to meet up with me, just Tracy Lamori. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and also um, I'll give you a number two. In the States, I have a Beverly Hills phone number, 424-444-8052. And it actually rings through to my Toronto number right now at 289-788-5881. Nice. Awesome. And if you all did not catch that, I will make sure that I have it in the show notes. So it will be there if I'm you're driving. So if you spell this right, which you did, or I did or whatever, they, I'm easy to find. Yes. Look for the red haired girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, it's me. 
<laughs> so I will have that for you all. And thank you so much, Tracy, for coming on the show today. It was my pleasure. Thank you. It was a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> all right. Bye. Thank you for listening, joining, and being a part of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast this week. You can check Tiff out every Thursday for a new Money Talk podcast. But if you just can't wait until next week, you can listen to previous podcast episodes at moneytalkwitht.com or follow Tiff on all social media platforms at Money Talk with T. Until next time, spend wise by spending less than you make. A word to the money wise is always sufficient. Thank you.